Hi, this is Tanya Yeremkiv, and this is a collection of my audio blogs. I'm here to inspire and empower you to get transformation in every area of your life. Happy Friday or happy day to you if you're listening on a completely different day other than a Friday. So I'm just going to jump right into it and say that today's episode is about why your goals matter and how to set intentional goals that help you live the life you desire. The things we do daily set us up for what will happen in the future. We don't know what the future holds, but we know there are principles and objectives in life that usually lead to natural consequences and or success. For example, if you consistently exercise and think twice before you eat, chances are you are more healthy than people who don't. It's the natural evidence and result of success. If you spend more money than you make, opt in for credit cards beyond your self-control and don't have a savings account, chances are you will owe money and live paycheck to paycheck. This is a natural evidence of bad choices that lead to consequences. The same goes for our relationships. How we invest in our relationships and treat the people in our lives will cause powerful relationships or broken ones. Finally, it is the same for goal setting and the life we aspire to live. Your goals matter. The ideas, desires, and interests God put inside of you are vital for the kingdom of God. The only thing that's stopping you is you. Sometimes we feel overwhelmed with all the ideas and the goals we want to accomplish. Other times, we're not motivated at all. We all run into walls and blocks that seem bigger than us. But instead of getting discouraged, it's important to have a system in place, a set of commitments and priorities that will keep us going. Here's a question that might help convince you. If you removed emotions from the picture, how much would you accomplish? How many goals and ideas would you actualize in your life and live the life you desire simply by removing the emotional part? We often get caught up in our emotions and that's why it's important to take care of our thoughts, words, and attitudes like I talked about in my last few episodes. So you can go back and listen to them after this. But what's important is that your mind needs to be the thermostat for your emotions. And this is a quote that my cousin Paul Natikin said. If you want to check out his work, you can head over to my website because I linked his in my blog post. So when we let our emotions lead us, we lose the ability to stay committed to our goals. Not only that, but we get caught up with all that we could have, should have, and would have done. And then we become discouraged and weighed down by our past ideas. I love what pastor and motivational speaker and also friend Christian Mayall said to me. So I've done a Through the Bible series episode with him. If you haven't listened to that one, it is fire. You need to go and listen to it. So Christian said this, If God gave you a good idea today, don't you think he'll give you another good idea tomorrow? And this made me think of a line in the Lord's Prayer. Give us this day our daily bread, which is also another Through the Bible series episode that I encourage you to listen to. So give us this day our daily bread has a whole new meaning now. The bread we have today, the new life in Christ, the word, the ideas, the goals, dreams, and desires that God puts inside of us is for today and we must act on it however we can. Otherwise, we end up throwing it in the bag and carrying it around until it gets moldy and gross and we don't want it anymore. God has new things in store for us every single day. If his mercy is new, that means the day is new and full of opportunity for you to reach your goals and live the life you desire in Christ. Set goals, get a system in place, and get after the things God put inside of you. 
how to set intentional goals. I recently came across a new method or a system to set intentional goals. But before I share that, I want to briefly emphasize the importance of having a system in place. We all have a system in our daily lives. We have our set commitments that we prioritize daily because it's visible in our routines. Our routines bear the fruit of our true commitments. For example, one of my goals used to be writing one blog post every week. Once I developed the habit, it became part of my weekly and monthly system to have blog posts available once a week. Because it's already part of my system, starting this podcast came more easily. I moved from only writing to also speaking about the topics I write about. These goals, writing one blog post per week and starting a podcast, turned into tasks that are now part of my system. My next goal is publishing my first book and getting my first speaking engagement. These seemed big and audacious at the start of my writing and podcasting journey, but because it's part of my life now, part of what I want to do, part of what I feel called to, I can confidently make bigger strides and knock on doors for opportunities more intentionally. Writing and podcasting weekly are part of my routine that bear fruit for my commitments and goals that I have set for the future. So the goal or idea you have in your mind right now seems big, but on the other side of it, it's really not. It's a mere stepping stone to what you're supposed to do next, to your next big goal. So to set intentional goals, think about the big picture and ask yourself why you want to accomplish those things. I believe asking why helps put our life and daily actions into perspective. Asking why helps us understand if it's from God or if it's just a regular idea that we wanted momentarily. It is also an ongoing question which we need to frequently ask ourselves as we learn, grow, and mature through life. It will help us get direction and clarity on why we want to do the things that we want to do. If you have more than one goal that will help you live the life you desire or the life that you feel called to, keep listening. I'm going to introduce you to the brain splatter method. I must first credit my husband for the name and for the practice because he shared it with me and started it first. And if you're like me and have all kinds of ideas and thoughts floating around in your head, goals you want to achieve and miscellaneous tasks you don't want to forget in the meantime, then this is for you. So number one, grab a pen and a blank paper or a journal. Number two, splatter everything that's in your brain all over that blank paper. And number three, time yourself if you don't have much time. It's that simple. That's a brain splatter method. Grab a pen and paper, splatter everything that's in your brain. So a little side note, before I did this, I actually wrestled with the fact that it would not look perfect or pretty. And I enjoy writing neatly and keeping things organized and and in categories, even on paper. So it took me a while to get to a comfortable place to brain splatter. But once I got over myself, I realized how truly helpful this was. So just trust the process and keep going with it. After your brain splatter, I came up with this part, so you can credit that to me. (laughs) Clean up the splatter. (laughs) Obviously, you could probably sense why I did that. But on a separate new piece of paper or a separate sticky note, write the following. Number one, what do I want to do today? Or what can I do today? Number two, what do I want to do consistently if applicable? Number three, what do I want to do tomorrow? Number four, what do I want to do this weekend or next week? And number five, what's left over? So what do I want to do today? What do I want to do consistently? What do I want to do tomorrow? 
what do I want to do this weekend or next week and what's left over. That seems like a lot, but when you have a lot of ideas, this will really help organize and help you prioritize what needs to happen next. So after you write those questions out on separate pieces of paper, take three or five ideas you wrote, and this will depend on how many things you had. So if you had 10, then you could probably separate, you could probably just do one. If you had 15, you can probably do three. So I had over 30, so five worked really well for me. And then the other day I had a little bit less than that. So sometimes you'll do, you could do like four, just do whatever number works for you. And then write them on the first sticky note or a new piece of paper. So take three or five ideas you wrote and write them on the first sticky note or a new piece of paper that answers one of those questions. Then take the next three or five or whatever number you choose and add them to the next sticky note if applicable. Then take the next set and so on. This method will help you get everything off your chest and out of your mind and visible in one spot so that you can strategically take the next steps towards your goal. If your goals are seemingly too big and you can't figure out which category they go under, consider breaking the goal into steps and tasks by asking, what's the next thing I can do to get closer to this goal? Try to break it up into the smallest, the smallest baby steps you can possibly think of and then add those tasks or little steps to one of those five questions. Then take the first sticky note and focus on accomplishing and working on only those tasks. You can brain splatter every day, week, or at random times. Random times works really well for me because then I can focus on completing all five little sticky notes and then carry on to the next time. So whatever is most helpful to you. And if you need to tweak it, go for it because you need to get after the things that God put inside your heart in the way that is best for you. So the brain splatter method works really well for me and it also works for my husband. When I showed him this next clean up the splatter part, he was just like, no, I can't do that. That's not for me. And I totally get that. That's not how his brain works. So I encourage you to just do what works for you. And if this helps you, then let me know. Reach out to me on social media or through this podcast or through my website and let me know. I would love to hear from you if it actually worked. Finally, I just want to encourage you to live the life you desire. While you're setting intentional goals, it's essential to surround yourself with people who will help push you forward and those who you can help as well. When God puts something on our hearts, it's rarely, even never, has to do with only ourselves. God always involves other people. So whatever he's put inside of you, it will bring value to others, even if it's just being kind and loving the way Jesus loved. Look for people you admire, look up to, and want to be around, and surround yourself with a strong support system where you and they can encourage, challenge, and build each other up for God's glory and the spreading of his kingdom. And don't forget to trust the process of life and enjoy life now too. This is a topic for another time, but I just wanted to throw that in there because we can get hung up on all of our goals and all the things we want to accomplish. Your goals matter because you matter. Do with them what you can and what you want, but ultimately trust the Lord and ask him for help and guidance every single day. Live transformed in Christ by believing this truth and doing what he's called you to do. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this audio blog inspiring and I'll see you next time.